Tonight we will double the dose of Joshua's new anti-epileptic drug. We go from 12.5 mg per day to 25 mg. We are stepping it up really slowly, as the final required dose is 100 mg and we won't get there for another 4 weeks. These powerful drugs have to be introduced slowly, to minimize the impact of any side effects and to see how a patient reacts to them. So far Joshua has not had any obvious side effects, so I am happy to double the dose this evening. As it is a new drug, we had to collect it from the hospital pharmacy, rather than getting it through our GP and local chemist as happens with all of the other drugs that he takes. If it seems to be reducing his seizure activity, the plan is to remove his other bedtime drug and to focus on this new one. When we went to collect his usual monthly prescription, there was a problem with one of his anti-epileptics that he has been on for a long time, Clobazam. We were told that there is a national shortage of his tablets and they could not supply them, having called round several different suppliers. We do not know how long the tablets will be out of stock for, which made me nervous as not only is it a drug that he takes twice a day, but it is also the tablet that we have been told to give an extra dose of these days after he has taken midazolam. They are both in the benzodiazepine family and work by calming the nerve cells in the brain. Clobazam prevents excessive rapid and repetitive firing of electrical signals that cause seizures, but it is also prescribed in the treatment of anxiety. I have never known there to be a shortage of such commonly used drugs so we were unsure how to respond. The pharmacist explained that we had to go to the surgery to ask the doctor to prescribe Clobazam in a liquid suspension rather than a pill format, which we have now done and have collected the medicine. Fortunately I had a small backlog of Clobazam tablets and so we are still using them for now as the liquid suspension will be more difficult and messier to administer. I am hoping that the pills will be available again by the time that we need them. I had the television on in the background the other day while I was cleaning and my ears pricked up when I heard mention of Epilim, one of Joshua's other long-standing anti-epileptics. I stopped and listened to the feature, which was telling me about sodium valproate syndrome in babies who are born to mothers who are taking Epilim during their pregnancies. I have seen the large warnings on the side of the box of Epilim to fertile women and girls, but have ignored them as it is irrelevant to Joshua. This TV program featured an epileptic lady who had taken epilim throughout her pregnancy to control her seizures, but that her daughter had been born with fetal valproate syndrome resulting in spina bifida and heart defects. It was shocking that a long-standing drug could have this impact on unborn children and it made me think of all of the side effects that may be brewing for Joshua's future as he is currently taking four different anti-epileptic drugs and this cocktail might be storing up problems for his future, while tackling the seizures in his present. Joshua has tried numerous anti-epileptic drugs in the past, since he started being prescribed them at the age of 4 years old. There is a set order to try the drugs, starting with those with the highest success rates and the lowest incidence of side effects. It is then the consultant or epilepsy nurse's job to recommend the best dosage to assess its efficacy while minimizing side effects too. They will also know which drugs can be taken together too and which do not combine successfully. So it is an accurate science and then the parent-slash-carer needs to ensure the correct doses are administered at the right times of day, which can be a real juggling act too. Monitoring the success or failure of a new drug feels like a big responsibility too, as as parents, we have to advise the consultant-slash-epilepsy nurse on the impact of the new drug. I use the incidence of midazolam, his emergency medication, as my measure of seizure control. On average he needs that twice every month, so I would be looking for an improvement or deterioration in that frequency. I mark each time that Joshua has midazolam on my kitchen calendar, so that at a glance, when asked, 
I can report on the frequency, so we can assess if he has had a good or bad month for seizures, and I could detect any trends, if they were there to see. In 2010 we tried the ketogenic diet and in 2014 Joshua had brain surgery, both non-drug-based measures to try to reduce seizures, but neither were successful, so it looks as though Joshua will be taking anti-epileptic drugs for the rest of his life, unless a new development emerges. I am always hopeful for a miracle cure and perhaps this latest drug will be the one.